everyone. Welcome back to the Hiawatha Youth Camp Podcast. I'm Eric, and I am with our Teen Week 1 speaker, Brent Ferris. Welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for taking the time to do this with us, uh, to give people a little bit of a sneak peek. Uh, If this is your first episode, because I know we're young, uh, this is, we're calling it HYC Plus. It's a little bit of behind the scenes at camp. So if you aren't a camper because you are not in high school anymore, this is for you. If you're a pledge partner, you know, if you're part of the HYC family, we just wanted to give you a little bit more insight into what's going on here around Pyatt Lake this summer. So we're going to jump in with Brent, give him a little bit of background on himself, let you guys know a bit more about who he is, and then talk about camp that's been happening this week. So Brent, I would just love to get a little bit of your background. Yeah. Um, this is your first summer at HYC. First time. So yeah, you know, that's one of our standard questions. You know, how long have you been teaching here? And you'd say like five days. Yep, five days. Yeah, got here <laughs> on Sunday. Days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so give us a little bit about like yourself, what you do outside of camp, you know, how you kind of came to be a part of Hiawatha Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been all over the country, but I'm stationed in Bay City in Saginaw, Michigan at a mm-hmm. church called Hopevale. Okay. Uh, I am a student pastor. I'm in charge of fourth grade all the way through. I teach on Sunday mornings as well. Okay. So I start at fourth grade um, and it's best that I don't start younger. Um, <laughs> we actually have a great leader and uh, he's awesome. He does our fourth, fifth and sixth grade and he works for me, okay. uh, but he crushes that whole scene. So really I start at seventh grade yeah, really yeah. Yeah. Uh, and developing leaders, teaching, uh, vision casting, all that fun stuff. And then running the student ministry programs and our young adult programs specifically. That's, okay, yeah. that's my Sunday and Thursday timelines. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a lot of stuff, man. I do a ton of stuff and <laughs> I love, I love doing it. So it's yeah. been a blast. My connection to Hiawatha comes from Hopevale. Okay. Uh, one of, one of the board members mm-hmm. attends our church. And so yep. they asked me if I'd be willing because uh, they've been in the student arenas, they see what's going on in our student ministry, and they're very encouraged by it. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you should come." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know." Uh, but my mom actually okay. attended this camp. Oh wow! I won't say how many years ago, <laughs> but uh, she attended this camp with her with my aunts. Okay. So there's actually a little bit of uh, blood in the water here yeah. from us. That's awesome. Uh, my grandfather, my mom's dad helped do some building projects here, mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And so, uh, there was this kind of cool thought without knowing anything about it of, oh, this is pretty cool. Cause one of the kids or students here mm-hmm. could be my mom, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just that weird think thought process. So, yeah, that's awesome. And, and so I'm going to toss this in because you would never give a shameless plug, but I think it's really exciting that you just wrote a book. I did. So yeah. Could you thanks, give us man. the title? Um, yeah. Where to find it? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's called "It's About Time." Uh, it's coming out August one uh, or mid July here. We're in the summer when we're mm-hmm. on this podcast, yeah, so yeah. Uh, it should be out by now. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> and I'm uh, really excited about, really excited about, it. it's really taking a really heavy look at our time and how we live our lives and what, how you can get, how you can spend your time getting the most out of your time. Yeah. Uh, it ends with the gospel. I point to chapter seven the entire time because <laughs> I don't know anything more worth your time. Yeah. But it appeals, I think, to the atheist. I think it appeals to the executive C-suite uh, yeah. grouping. I think it appeals to the person trying to have a more fervent relationship with Jesus. I think it has a wide audience. Ah, I love that. That's so cool. Um, yeah. So go check that out. Um, I haven't read it because it hasn't come out yet, but I've been listening to Brent all week, and if it's anything like what he's been oh, thanks, uh, giving to these students, it, it's going to be worth your time. I think it's I think it's more linear 
<laughs> than what it is because I go on a lot of tangents with the kids. It's a lot more down the line, and uh, it's a very quick read. Yeah, well, and let's be honest. Most middle and high school students, they don't think linear. Correct, you know, yeah. They are all over the place. They're so dynamic. You're, yeah. you're about a step ahead of them as they're you know, moving away. You're, you're catching them, so I, I think that's great. So I want to start with the hard questions. You know, get, get real deep real quick. Um, what's your favorite food? Yes. Oh, dude. Okay. I love pizza. Okay. Love pizza. It, it doesn't love me back because <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to like monitor how many carbs I eat, but I love it. I think I can have pizza every day. Okay. Truly. And I also love lasagna, okay. which is kind of like pizza. <laughs> That's kind of like pizza. Just and like I it. also love, I lived in Texas for a while. Okay. And so like brisket really is okay. a good barbecue Slow smoke, maplewood, yeah. brisket okay. is my jam. And I actually can make that happen in my life. And uh, so I have a smoker and mm-hmm. I do my thing. Um, but it's a 14-hour process. You're up at 3, 4 a.m., getting the fire going and all that. So, that's awesome. Yeah, but I love I love food. I think <laughs> that's the best way to say it. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people run because they love running. I mm-hmm. run because I love food. Yeah. And I gotta, you got to stay in shape, you know, well, more yeah. food in. So I, I know you, you shared with the students how you trained for a marathon. Yep. I trained for a half marathon three or four years ago. Yeah. And I think my favorite part was when you get above like the 10 mile distance, like food is just food. Oh like yeah. Calories just, are calories. You're just crushing food. Like you, you got to get yes. like your nutrients and you get your protein. And then after you got that in, it's like, I just need filler. Yep. And it's awesome. Yes. It's like it's the so best good. part. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> just fill it. Fill it with whatever you want. It's the uh, white whale. <laughs> it's, it's right so there. Good. It's so good. Things that like I, I'd never be able to you know, finish eating, mm-hmm. you know, any other time. Yeah. I'm like this is this is done. Yeah. So I love that. What's one of your favorite activities? So like, yeah, like not ministry. Uh, we'll talk about your family in just a second. But like something that you love to do by yourself on your own. Mm. Like this is like this is a Brent thing. Yeah, you know it. Oh man. I would say I love to create. Mm. So I, I think the writing process is a little bit a part of that. I enjoy it. Yeah. I actually really love, like this is my first time doing a book. It's like, ah, oh, why will anybody yeah. read it? And then you, you do it. And I fell in love with the process of it and just articulating creative thoughts and things that I yeah. feel like God is doing. But like, I love being active. I love sitting by a fire. You know, I'm like that. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Uh, we spend a lot of time as a family. I have two sons. My my daughter, uh, as and hopefully will be yeah. born in September. I say that because of our story. Yeah. Uh, and I have a wife that I really married. My best friend. I mean, yeah. I just enjoy her. I think she's awesome. I think she's <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, so like just hanging out and kicking it with my fam is a thing yeah. I really enjoy. And then I also love playing basketball and I love playing softball and I love, do, I love going on runs. I love doing okay, yeah. things. I just love doing stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> one, I guess one of my favorite things though is I love driving. Okay. Like okay. there's this, when you have a full tank of gas and no destination, it's mm. kind of exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's less exciting with a four and a two year old, but it is exciting <laughs> still. So yeah. I love that. I love that too. That's cool. Do you, yeah. what do you drive? Like, oh does man. The, does the car that you're in matter? It doesn't really matter, but I have, um, so I have a, at this time I have a Subaru. It's got 210,000 miles. Okay. 
and I love that car. Yeah. And I have a truck, a Ford F-150, uh, that has 328,000 miles. Okay. And I love both of my cars. Um, yeah. We end up giving one to people because we bought a, We have a minivan that's right. my wife's like favorite car of all time, which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, I want a minivan. I'm like, what are we doing in our lives? Yep. But it's a nice car. Yeah. So it's a lot of space. Gets um, the job and it's done. nice to pack it. You know, when you oh, got yeah. a bunch of kids and a bunch of stuff, you can pack it up. You're like, <laughs> oh, okay, I see the appeal here. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter what it is. I really enjoy good trips. I like, I like hammocking a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, camping, rock climbing is one of my favorite things to do on the earth. Okay. Uh, and then like skiing. Yeah. But like skiing, I lived in Denver. So like okay. Denver skiing, Yeah. you know, not, not necessarily Michigan skiing. Yeah. And so like real rock climbing or like indoor rock climbing? Real. Well, I'll take either, but real rock climbing right. is my jam. Okay. Yeah. Out there in the elements. And uh, there's actually, a, I actually talk a little bit about that in, in my book. Okay. Just the, the yeah. reason I love it so much. You feel alive. You feel, yeah. you feel like it's you in this foundational element against gravity and yeah. it's it's just really taxing and hard i like hard things yeah that's the way to say it i like <laughs> doing go. hard things there you go i like to do hard things um, so the next question <laughs> and this is separate because it's going to be a different answer what is your favorite activity to do with your family like your uh, whole family yeah like all currently four of you like yes what, what's your favorite activity because you're not taking the kiddos rock climbing. Right. Well, my boys, they love the beach. Okay. So we had them here for a couple of days. Yeah. We were able to engage on the beach and have a awesome. good time. Uh, it was a little cold, yep. but it was still fun because yeah. they love it. They'll play in the sand all day long. Um, and then prior to coming here, we actually took a vacation and we were on a little beach and we had a cabin on a lake. Awesome. And, and so they'll play in the, I can just hang out with them all day <laughs> yeah. and we'd love to go get ice cream. Who doesn't? That's I a know, great right? activity. I mean, it's like my youngest archer attacks ice cream with a vigor and passion <laughs> that is beyond. He <laughs> loves ice cream. Yeah. And so it's fun watching him come alive when he has some. So Love yeah. that. Just yeah. hanging out, man. I love our family. We just love hanging out. We play, wrestle, all the things. Yeah, that that's awesome. I love that. Uh, and, and if you're listening, if you stick with the podcast throughout the year, Brent's messages are going to be releasing you know, one episode a week. Uh, towards the beginning of the year or beginning of the school year and he actually talks about engaging with his kids and how you know coming home it's like time to wrestle so yeah like all of that's there so we'll, we'll pause because you'll, you'll get to hear that in a bit um, so you can this is one of those questions that it's like really easy and really difficult okay what is one of your best youth ministry memories okay it oh, could be like man crazy off the wall it could be like super deep and spiritual no judgment either direction yeah, no i have if you, if you have like two if you'd rather do that like hey you know one of each what best youth men memories i have i definitely have like a top 10 yeah but there yeah. are two that really stick out i'll try to go fast okay no you're fine um the first one is the current context i'm in uh, my wife and i had lost our daughter in mm-hmm. november of last year yeah. um a lot of medical stuff in there don't need to get into the details uh, but our student ministry retreat was two weeks later. Okay. Or, sorry, it was it was the next week. Okay. And um, I decided that I needed to go. Yeah. Uh, I was in a position where I was just really hurting, and I needed to just have some space with with kids I loved. You yeah. Know? And, oh, I might get emotional. I'm sorry. You're okay. Um, my students didn't know I was coming. And when they showed up, I got on the bus to give the instructions. And mm-hmm. when I stood in the bus, uh, we had two buses. The students went nuts. 
Aww. and um, I needed that. You yeah. know, I needed the, I needed to feel like it, like I mattered a little. Yeah. And, uh, and then throughout the week, I mean, there was that whole weekend, um, they would catch me sitting in a chair and <laughs> these kids would just, you know, they come up and they just put their hand on my shoulder and just, Hey, we love you. You know, like it was That's wild. Awesome. I mean, it was wild. It was like kids just like, wow, they were pastoring me. Yeah. You know? And, uh, one of my favorite, I'll never forget moments. I should have, I didn't know I needed to go. I wrestled with it. I ended up going and my students said, we'll take care of you right now. Yeah. And, uh, it was awesome. And I was so proud of them. And yeah. at the same time, like I was so needed, you know, it was like super selfish to be in that moment yeah. and just accepting grace and love from kids who loved me. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. The other one yeah. was in Texas and in Texas we had this guy show up and he showed up high. Okay. So he went, he smoked a joint okay. <laughs> on the mountaintop where there's this little hill that looked over the city and then he drove. I know. Okay. We're not going <laughs> to say his name. Right. But he drove to the church and he walked in and when he drove and he walked in, uh, one of our leaders, uh, one of our lead students who was a senior at the time, her name is Anna Michelle Chan. She okay. walked up to him, gave him a hug, said his name, said, I'm so glad you're here. He never left. <laughs> he come, He came back, and then he got sober, mm -hmm. quit smoking weed, quit going out, getting yeah. drunk and high with his friends, changed his world, started engaging Jesus. And I took him to camp as a leader because we needed some extra eyes. And mm -hmm. I was like, maybe this will be really good for him. you know? Yeah. And I, rem I have this very vivid memory of them singing uh man of sorrows okay and when it was you know the grave is empty you know mm -hmm. my debt is paid it's paid in full yeah. i have this vivid memory of somehow mm -hmm. this 20 year old in the center of these students on his knees with his hands out accepting oh, jesus wow. and that memory will never fade in my brain. It's yeah. so, I could see it so clear. And then when I left Texas to come to Michigan, yeah. uh, that day I was able to baptize him. That is awesome. Which is just the memory that yeah. is beyond, you know. <laughs> That's incredible. Easily one of my favorites. And I didn't do anything. Yeah. I, 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 just, I was like, oh, what's this kid's high? Anybody, know, anybody notice he's high? And they said, we don't care about that. Yeah. And I said, that's the grace of Jesus right there. That's so it was awesome. really cool to watch students lead. Yeah. And then now I get a chance to, I engage with them all the time. We still talk. Yeah. I love that. That is, that is amazing. So what is one of your favorite things about teaching teens, like in particular? You, you yes. Can, you can youth ministry context in a camp context. Because I know teaching at camp and weekly student ministries are two different things yes because you know, yeah. a lot of these kids you're like i love you you're awesome i'll probably see you next year you know right you know, you're not saying like i'll see you in seven days or three days when we get coffee mm -hmm. it's like you know you're here for a week and so what is something you love about doing that yeah i, I loved in teaching in general i love making yeah. the scripture come alive right so uh, it takes a minute at a camp context. They'd have no context for me. If I came back mm -hmm. next year, I can assume some of these students are going to sign back <laughs> up for me yeah. and they're going to have my personality. They're going right. to know my jokes. Right. They're going to, so my regular context, they know my personality. Right. These students have been with me for four. We get Brent. And so <laughs> right. when I throw a little joke out there, they're giggling and they're like, Oh, he's so silly. <laughs> yeah. But I want to make it, I want to make the stories come alive because I believe right. that these stories happened. I don't think I have a lot of evidence for that. Uh, yeah. You know, did the seminary thing. We've both been there, right? <laughs> so, like, I, I believe in it for a lot of reasons, right. but I want you to know it because it's true. Yeah. And 
I think when people engage with me, um, they see, man, whatever. I don't know if I trust this guy. I don't know if I agree with this guy, Mm -hmm. but man, this guy is sold out. Yeah. And he's all in. He believes this. And I think that's a big piece for students is like you start to see students who are like, I'm going to believe because you believe. Yeah. And then they end up believing because they believe. Right. And I think that's a really cool thing when you're teaching young people. Yeah. And I like that they're squirrely. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. You know, I like yeah. that. I mean, we had a scenario today where a young lady had a question. She just raised her mm-hmm. hand. She's like, I got a question about <laughs> it. Could you repeat what you, you yeah. know? I was like, okay, yeah, I don't mind an interruption. That's yeah. okay. Let's do that. Uh, Cause it's about helping them grow. So, yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think people need to, lean into that squirreliness a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so I, I just transitioned out of youth ministry and I, I get to teach on Sunday mornings and sometimes it's like, can you move a little bit, you know, like adjusting <laughs> your seat or like, literally anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the, I've been teaching the last four years and I'm so used to like people just like shouting at me, like while I'm yeah. talking, you know, telling me what they think. I'm like, w- which I love. Cause I know at least they're engaged. Yeah. You know, they're, they're there, they're focusing in their own way. So I love that. I think that's so cool. Um, that you, that you see that, um, and you have that heart. Cause I think God gives heart you know, to different people, Yeah, you know, and to have a heart for students is a blessing the same way having a heart for children is a blessing, mm-hmm. which those are special people yes. that God has made. They deserve many blessings. So many, like, all the blessings, the largest <laughs> mansions in heaven are going to be made for yeah. loving children's you know, directors. I ain't even mad. I ain't mad. Y'all get a bigger house. I get it. Yeah. I'm for you on that. It's like, I, I've been in those rooms. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm sticky and I'm tired. And so that you have a heart for students and like you just lean into that is beautiful. And it's been awesome to see. And it, it comes through, it comes through the microphone. That, it comes through the one-on-one interactions. It, it comes through all of that. So I, I love that. Uh, so two more questions. Okay. All right. Two more. And these might, if you need a second to pause and think, okay. What do you see God doing at HYC this week? Yeah. Not necessarily like broad strokes, but like this week, you know, from Sunday, I know it's not Saturday yet, but like, what do you see God doing this week? Yeah. It's been really encouraging to watch. There is a unique language of every ministry culture and context. So Hiawatha is no different than that. There's something beautiful happening on these grounds. And what, what I see happening is uh, I see people engaging with students who may be overlooked mm. in their environments. Yeah. And I mean, even today I was trying to spur on the staff, like don't miss that you are right. making a difference because even a small little bit goes mm-hmm. a long way yeah. for someone who has nothing. Um, and in this context, the students are tons of fun. Yeah. Um, I was out at the wacky Olympic. Wacky Olympics, yeah, yeah, I was did that yesterday, <laughs> and they're all in. They're having a good time, yeah. and, and it's been fun. It was a little slow rolling at first because you know it's an unknown environment right. for them and for me, and a lot of new students this week yep. are here yep. that I've that have never come before. So it was kind of mm-hmm. cool that we're sharing that together, yeah, me and these students. And so what I'm seeing this week is I'm seeing students fall in love with being unplugged. Okay. I'm seeing students fall in love with the reality of I'm just here to be in the moment here. Yeah. Which is ironically a little bit about what my book's about. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm for it. And of course. I, and then you see the staff and the staff is great. I mean, the staff is just loving students right yeah. where they're at, not trying to pretend to be anything else. It's just really yeah. fun to watch. So this week I'm seeing a staff come alive. I'm seeing them get mm. their feet under them. 
yeah. I'm seeing students respond because people care. That is so cool. Um, and I love asking this question to someone who isn't on staff. You know, mm-hmm. this is your first week here. Yeah. You know, having that different set of eyes, you know, to come in and maybe not know the context and the whole history of, you know, when COVID happened and the building went down, we didn't really have camp. We had staff here for two weeks and we did staff engagement. And then we had last year of camp and it was, it was rough for all of the normal reasons. Yeah. You know, like everyone is coming like, Hey, we've all been inside for 18 months. Like, what is it like to engage with another person? You know, mm-hmm. we're engaging that. And then you have this year and like that plus like this is kind of a new generation of staff and older yeah. staff um, from where I started. You know, I, I'm older than I think most other people on staff, if not all other people. And just to kind of like see you pour into them and to kind of lift them up and to see like even from a little bit of a distance, I've seen these students shift, mm-hmm. you know, watching them in worship, seeing kids dancing where like they might've come in and said, I'm too cool to do something like yeah. this. You know, see them even in just their own little way, you know, standing next to everyone else instead of sitting down at their seat far away. So I, I love to hear that. And I'd love to echo that because I, I think you highlighted some of the best things that God is doing here this week. So, so last one and this, this question may be for the campers. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to listen to this podcast or not. Um, but I also think it's awesome for those who are listening to, to hear this. Mm. What is something that you want each camper to leave with this week? So you, you've, yeah. you know, you have all of these talks, you know, you, you've been interacting with them for days. There's, we, I, I know there's always a list of like 10 things. And then if you give us a list of 20, I'm sure we could fill it. Right. You know, we're pastors like take all of these. Yeah. Like if they only left with one thing what would you want them to leave with on Saturday when they leave here? Yeah, I would, I would want them to leave with a curiosity to explore Jesus and take one step closer to him. Love that. Whether they're 40 steps away or four steps away, just that they lean in a little bit more and say, I want to know more about this guy. Yeah. Cause if we can do that, I think actually I want the whole church to do that <laughs> the whole <laughs> yeah, world. Right. These students in particular, I mean, we have, we have been all around one event all week long. Right. And it's the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we're going to give them practicals on Friday mm-hmm. and step them into, here's how you can do this at home. Here's yeah. how you can take this home. But it's really all about growing a curiosity about who Jesus was. Cause I think I don't care what you believe and really like where you come from. Like what I, th- I think is the most important question that yeah. you will ever wrestle with. Yes or no on Jesus. And if it's a yes, that means something. If it's a no, that means something. So yeah. I hope that they say, I'm at least curious. Yeah. It's at least worth a look. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm hoping for. I love that. That is awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time being here on the Hiawatha Youth Camp podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, those of you listening, uh, like and subscribe. Share this with other HYC family members, You know, those who maybe can't get to Pyatt Lake this year or, hey, I was a staff member 30 years ago. Like, share it with those people. That That's what this podcast is for, it, letting, giving a window into Hiawatha for those who can't be on the grounds. You know, mm. Brent and I, we, we've gotten to see a lot of things that we just wanted to share that with those 
who won't be able to make the trip here. So yeah. share it, like, subscribe because that's yeah. That's how other people see it and know it. And there's also another piece of that is like, what if you are out there listening to this right now, mm-hmm. and you were once a staff or a yeah. camper, uh, what's in the past for you is in the future for these kids. Oh yeah. So it's not over. It's <laughs> not done. Uh, I think the best might just be yet to come. Love and, that. Uh, so don't don't. Hey, don't sleep on it now because uh, you may have memories or thoughts that are happening and they're still happening right now. So it's about that legacy, man. Mm-hmm. All about that it legacy. Is. Love it. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Talk to you next time.